Cause you're only a man And a man's got to learn to get Try to believe Though the going gets rough That you got a hand tough to make it History repeats itself Try and you succeed Never doubt that you're the one And you can have your dream You're the best around Nothing's gonna ever keep you down You're the best around Hello. Uh, hi. Hey. Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me okay? Yes. Okay. Sweet. Does George think this is weird? Uh, what? Doing a podcast? Or just <laughs> talking? Talking um, like this? <laughs> well, no, he talks like this all day on the phone, so. Um, he yeah, probably he probably word. thinks. Oh, who asked you? He did. <laughs> oh, and you have wine. I of course I do. <laughs> I'm wearing my fourth Sanderson sister shirt. Can't really see it. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> well, okay. So, what did you think? Like just overall? What? Wait, was this the first the time original? you saw it? Yeah. No, this is. Uh, it's been a while. It's okay. been since I was a kid that I've seen this. And I remember after watching it the first time, going outside and, you know, pretending. Exactly. <laughs> That's <laughs> but awesome. watching it the second time kind of was like watching it for the first time. Of course, I remember bits and pieces, but I, I'm nitpicking at it. It was good overall. <laughs> It was good overall. It's a it's an eighties film, obviously. Yeah, so you have to remember it's nineteen eighty four. Yeah, no, it's an early eighties film for that matter too. Technology, of course, not even the camera. Yeah. Um, what or camera technology was up to date back then, yeah. like it is now. But it was good. There's certain aspects that I've mm, little things that irritated me, I guess. Yeah. Overall. Okay. Um, one of the things is I like, so now I'm going to compare some stuff to the new. Okay. Um, so I like the setting of the new one better. Yeah. Um, I like the idea of them going to China rather than this whole karate aspect with, um, a sensei being right here in the States. Yeah. I, I don't know. I liked the new one. Like when I watched it, I really liked it, but I couldn't mm-hmm. compare them. Like to me, they were just two movies like completely independent of each other. Like I, I could see similarities, but to me, it just didn't feel like a remake. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I, it so yeah, different. no, I mean, it's never, I mean, it's not at all. Well, it's similar, like you said, certain things, but it's. Well, I, I don't think you can duplicate the Karate Kid anyway. I will say Jackie Chan crying got me like right here. I did not like that. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Miyagi's crying didn't bring me down as much as Jackie Chan did. I was just like, oh. I just feel like Jackie was a better, I I don't know, more meaningful. Ooh, see, I disagree. I'm going to have to get into that with you. I have a whole section of notes (laughs) about that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So did you go through, like I wrote from from the beginning and just kind of like took notes all the way through. 
I did um, too. Now I don't have like many notes, but if you bring up things, yeah, I can go along with that. Um, a lot of the things I wrote down was nitpicking and also kind of like opinion. Yeah. Um, like Elizabeth Shue. I, I don't, I feel like they could have got a different actress to be a little bit younger. Yeah. She seemed a lot older than him for sure. But I mean, if you look it up, if you look on her IMDb page, she is younger than um, Ralph. I know. <laughs> that's what's crazy. He but was like, she, what, 20 or something like that? Yeah. She's like two, couple years younger. Not my much, but. But I think he was like still, 19 or 20 when he filmed that, I think. Yeah. It's but crazy. She, I feel like maybe the hairstyle could have made her younger. I mean, it's the 80s. I don't know. What it, you, yeah, I guess. It, yeah. <laughs> Because she had a pretty similar hairstyle in Adventures in Babysitting, which was really close to Karate Kid. So I think that maybe it was just like an 80s thing. But she did, they all seemed a lot older than him. And I think it's just maybe because he's so tiny. But to Could me, be. I mean, yeah. Daniel felt like a little kid, not like a, a junior or senior in high school or whatever. He seemed like a punk teenager. <laughs> he really is. He's a punk teenager. He's a jackass to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Okay, are you yeah. on the are you so you're on the Johnny Lawrence side? We're gonna have a problem. No, no, I'm not on the Johnny Lawrence side. That guy's a <laughs> dick too, but it's just he took everything like I don't know, he just arrogant. Yeah. I will say I expected him to be a little tougher. Being from Jersey, I didn't expect him to be so like kind of sensitive and kinda I don't, don't want to say weak, but just you know, you have this impression of, like, Jersey people. Like, I expected him to be more, I don't know. That wasn't, I, I got you. He, he wasn't, he didn't seem like a Jersey guy to me, but I don't know. Um, I, I like the idea of, like, you know, his mom's moving him across the country, and especially in the 80s, like, women didn't get jobs like that, so it's, like, a really big deal for her, but then he's just kind of like, oh, this is stupid, and I hate my life, and he's very negative yeah. about the whole thing. But he also does get his ass kicked the first days there. <laughs> he does. I guess I can't blame yeah. him for being kind of mad. <laughs> but yeah, just and the the love story is a cl- I, <laughs> it's a classic eighties love story. Yes, the the rich and girl and the poor boy and exactly the- and that's I I I don't mind repetitive, but originality right then and there could have could not hurt. See, you didn't grow up in the the 80s. This is going to be hard for you. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I grew up with The Karate Kid. I mean, that movie came out when I was six. And it was just like, I I have seen that movie no less than probably a hundred times in my lifetime. And I guess I grew up with, like, Jurassic Park. (laughs) Exactly. It's just that the 80s were a whole different kind of, I mean, there was a lot of, yeah, repetition. There was a lot of the same old stories that... And there is, I mean, that, um, oh, Clueless, you know, just. Hey, Clueless is a 90s movie. It's a little bit better. Okay. <laughs> I love Clueless. Um, I don't know. I might be more, for Mr. Uh, I love Disney so much. I don't think you're as dreamy-eyed as I am. I love, I love the movies like that, even though they're cheesy and you know how they're going to end up. Um, well, and don't get me wrong. I like movies like that, like different right. romantic movies yeah um a walk to remember is one of my favorite romantic movies um i love nicholas sparks 
I was going to say, pretty much any Nicholas Sparks film is really good, though. Okay, all of his um, stuff is predictable, pretty much. See? I still and love it. And it's predictable, it. but it's good. That's true. That's true. And it's it's originality there, though, too. And a lot of his films, where they're still good, but they're not the same freaking romance. <laughs> Okay, well, let's get out the romance part since that part's annoying you so much. No, it's just, yeah, I just figured the love story could have, I I know it's 80s, so, okay. (laughs) What are you going to (laughs) do? I I like watching 80s movies, too, because you can get away with so much more stuff than you can now. Like, that part after the Halloween dance where Miyagi, like, kicks all their asses, he would have gone to jail in real life. And this movie is just like, oh, we got our ass beat by some guy. Who oh, no. knows? Yeah. Like, nowadays, that would and never fly. I don't know what the rules are over in Japan, but Jackie Chan could have gone to jail too, I guess. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Hey, wasn't it China? Or China, fact, yeah. Not your Japan, straight. No, yeah, <laughs> it was um, China. That's right. The Halloween dance part kind of did piss me off only because I felt like it almost sort of felt like maybe they were at a point where they were going to leave him alone. And then he pulls that stupid prank with with the water. I mean, he ruins the guy's weed, first of all, which is not cool. And then gets them all wet. And it's just like, um, you know, why would you do that? And then, of course, they beat the hell out of him. And it's just like, yeah. kind of had that coming. It, it, exactly. And that was like, um, I, not, I know you don't want to compare them, but even – Jaden Smith with pouring the water on them too mm-hmm. is like, come on. Like, seriously? I guess they just want to get even and feel like antagonized and you got to fight I, back. I get that, but there's a point of like getting even smartly and then being dumb. <laughs> yeah. And I also wonder about that part. Like, would, would the Cobra Kai guys, like, would they have really fought back against Mr. Miyagi? Like, in real life, would somebody really attack an old man like that? But, I feel. I don't know. Um, they're crazy, so who knows? I don't feel like there's a trainer like they had in Cobra Kai back then in real life. Yeah, and that, maybe over in China, but at least in the U.S., I don't think there's any dickhead guy like that treating his kids like that. I don't know. There, I mean, maybe not in karate. I don't know, but I know in regular sports, especially like in Texas with football, I you know that coaches act like that, like. Some people are just insane about winning. Yeah, but there's a, I mean, that's winning. This is like no mercy kind of stuff. Just kill people. And the Kung Fu and the new one kind of pissed me off. I mean, they didn't stick with the original karate. Right. I mean, I liked the Kung Fu because I thought the action was really cool. But it, I mean, if they were going to, again, I just, to me, it doesn't feel like a remake. So I don't really, I I can't pick up that stuff because if it was a remake, yeah, they changed it way too much. Well, I mean, it was based on the right. um, well, um, the original script of Karate Kid. Yeah, because it says, I mean, yeah, it's. But, I mean, I'm, I'm glad they didn't try to duplicate it exactly because I just don't feel like like you can do that. I don't know. Um, okay, so my thing about Mr. Miyagi, like, <laughs> so what you think he was cheesy or just not? movies or so to me mr miyagi and seems like um like an old yoda literally i know they said that in the new one but before even saying that he seems like an old yoda and old yoda is just 
fucking pisses me off. <laughs> Yoda makes me mad. Ashley can tell you that. But um, but yeah, he just he he beats around the bush a lot as far as like what he. he but that's a strategy. He wants Daniel to think for himself. I know, and, and I just don't. I, I get what he's trying orders. to do, but I don't like just train the guy. I get you're trying to do like a lesson, but the training scenes were like repetitive. Yeah. Like they could have shortened this to make the movie a little shorter too. Oh, I, I mean, you got to give it to them though for that whole like the I mean, wax on wax off, that's one of the most quotable lines ever. If you hear that, yeah. you know exactly what it is. And I mean, even like Miyagi is like a verb. Like if you do something like that to someone, you've Miyagi them. Like it's a whole, you know, it's a whole thing. Um, yeah. Like, and then the new one with the coat thing. Okay, that was that was hardcore. The coat thing. And well, the new, I was like, oh my gosh. And I was actually, I wrote a note of that because I remember um, Chan actually um, came up with that himself of that training. And I knew that was the Miyagi moment, but I was like, how many times is he gonna make him do this? But then, you know, it did work out. So. Yeah, and I mean, I guess they're both long. I get the point of both. They're trying to not just teach this guy karate or kung fu and trying to actually make him a man, basically, yeah. a respectful person. But Yeah, teach that damn kid to pick his coat up off the floor. I swear I'm going to try that with my kid. <laughs> everything on the floor. I'm like, seriously. Okay, so... I think here's my deal with Miyagi and this is more again you, you're a little younger than me and so you may not you know this is just my opinion I don't think anybody's ever like said this is what it is but I feel like he kind of bridged a gap like even in the early 80s people were still kind of afraid of Japanese people like it was I mean it was after World War II but it still wasn't really that long you know and so it was like you didn't yeah. see that many people like him and then he's on screen he fought in the u.s army he wore a u.s uniform so there was that part and then you get the part where he's drunk and crying and he's talking about his wife being in a like internment camp and she dies and his baby dies and so i think that that kind of like humanized something that people were still kind of like on edge about you know but that's just my opinion i could be totally wrong but no i mean i can see that breakthrough moment in cinematic history and and you can I mean you can tell that he cares. I like I like that you know Jackie Chan. He I feel like Jackie Chan doesn't have very much of a language barrier. Like because he's been in American films for so long, like he's got his accent and all that stuff. But I don't feel like he, which isn't a bad thing, but I just don't feel like he has a hard time saying certain things. Whereas Pat Morita, whether it was his character or him just as an actor, you could still tell that he was like kind of still assimilating to American culture and like learning how to say things a certain way. And I, I, mm-hmm. I feel like it made him more vulnerable, but I don't know. I read a lot into Mr. Miyagi cause I love him. <laughs> <laughs> He's so sweet. I, I, there's certain parts where I, I get what you're saying and I respect that. I mean, looking at it that way, he's, and at the time he seems like a good character of um what do I want to say of I mean just like after World War Two, like you said, just trying to burn or cut down burn down bridges of right. what people think the stereotypic 
golem china man is right i get that i just being born like born in 90s and looking back at it (laughs) it's just like eh. (laughs) well nowadays it's creepy i mean some 60 something year old guy hanging out with a 16 year old kid like people wouldn't people would be like "Ooh, that's creepy why are you friends with that kid but you know in this movie and back then it's like they need each other like Daniel doesn't yeah. have a dad and Mr. Miyagi's lost his son and you can just see like that father-son relationship. But yeah, I mean, you're right. Nowadays, that would be like, people would be like creeped out by that. Yeah. So it's hard to get in that, the shoes of people that were like watching this back then. Right. And getting to the mindset of the critics that were judging this back then because of being born into today's modern life right but i respect the movie and then of course what you're saying i i can see where he's better <laughs> than what i'm saying he is mm-hmm. but i i yeah i just feel i don't know there's just something something that just and like i said relates me to yoda <laughs> yeah <laughs> that i just irritates me <laughs> well uh let, let's talk about uh johnny lawrence then for a minute what do you think about this guy? The other guy, right? The villain, yes. Yeah. I mean, he had um, he, that whole part. I mean, he doesn't say it, but that whole like sweep the leg. That's like another really super iconic quote that you hear a lot. Um, and then that that coach like finish him or not coach can say whatever. <laughs> um, so, oh, I wanted to read you something actually about Johnny. Okay. So, have you ever watched How I Met Your Mother? A few episodes. Not really. Okay. So Barney on How I Met Your Mother and George loves this because he kind of does the same thing. He roots for Johnny in The Karate Kid. He twists the whole thing around to be like Daniel's the bad guy and Johnny is the good guy. And he's just like. I've heard that. And it's really funny on the show. They do it a few different times. And then even towards the end, um, Ralph Macchio and. um, Oh, crap. What's his name? What is his name? It just escaped my mind i'm have to look but they both came on the show but he calls johnny lawrence the real karate kid um so i'm on imdb and i just typed in imdb that's how tired i am (laughs) let's try karate kid um i read this to george so there's a a review on here i won't read the whole thing but it kind of like like sums that up and i never really thought of it that way that like johnny's the good guy you know um Mm -hmm. Yeah, so this says, Johnny Lawrence had it all. Cheerleader girlfriend, a group of popular friends, a sweet dirt bike, and a leadership role in an after-school program with the local martial arts studio. (laughs) More importantly, he was the defending All-Valley Karate Tournament champion. Things began to spiral when new arrival Daniel, possibly with ties to the New Jersey Mafia, starts to befoul Johnny's paradise. Um, It just goes on about Daniel stalking Johnny's lady and... Johnny tries to defend himself and then he has this guy come out against him and it's just all about how Daniel basically ruined Johnny's life. And then if you watch Cobra Kai, have you watched Cobra Kai? No, I haven't. It kind of goes into that too, where it's like, you know, maybe Johnny's not as bad as we thought he was. And And that's why I've heard Cobra Kai kind of like mixes it up a little. It seems Mm -hmm. like. When you get a lot of backstory, it is, it's so good. But I think, like, for me, it's a lot more nostalgic because I'm so in love with the Karate Kid that, 
you know, it just like immediately just makes my heart feel good. But I think even if you didn't really watch the Karate Kid or even like it, you could watch Cobra Kai separately because they tell the story and give enough flashbacks where it's like you don't really have to watch the Karate Kid. Oh, okay. You get a lot of backstory on Johnny and then, you know, it's however many years later and then it really is more involving like their kids. But, you know, Johnny brings oh. the Cobra Kai back and all this stuff, so it's pretty cool. I don't think they should have made, and I heard the Cobra Kai is a great series, but as far as the movies, I don't think they should have made four. Yeah, I I think they should have stopped with, it too. Especially with Hillary Swank. I don't think yeah. they should have. I didn't even watch that one, honestly. Um, I don't even remember. I know I've watched it, but I don't remember it. Karate Kid 2 is really good. I would say it's almost on par with the first one. And they go to Okinawa, and it's like a whole different scenario because it's it's life and death, where it's not just like, you know, like you know how Miyagi talks about, you know, we don't fight for trophies. We, we fight to live or die. That's what it's yeah. like over there. And Daniel ends up in a situation like that with, you know, they have a new Johnny, but it's, you know, we're not going to fight until somebody gets three points. We're going to fight until somebody dies. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of other stuff going on. But so have you seen that one or no? A while ago, yeah. Oh, yeah. I do like the beginning where you get right after the tournament and Kreese is trying to punch Miyagi and he moves and he punches through the glass of the cars. Do you remember that? I don't remember like, that. Really. It's pretty <laughs> awesome. You should just watch the beginning just to see that part. He's, he's like choking Johnny, like, because he's so oh, mad wow. at him for losing. And so Miyagi comes over and tells him to stop and he goes to punch him and Miyagi just does one of these things and he punches through a glass, like a car windshield or window. And he does it on both hands. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> I liked it. I like um, that up right after that then. Like after the first one. Yeah. I mean compare it or hearing what you said, it seems like the second one literally picks up right after the first. It does. It picks up right after. I think like so the beginning of it picks up at the end of the tournament and then I wanna say it's like two or three months later they go into stuff. Oh, okay. Um Okay. Miyagi's dad is dying, so he has to go to Okinawa. And um, Daniel decides he's going to come with them. He cashes in all his college money to buy a ticket and goes with them. It's pretty good. I I would say I like it <laughs> almost as much. So you know the in the tournament the the song they play while they're all kind of fighting like the little fighting montage that you're yeah. the best around. That is my mm-hmm. eye of the tiger. That is my <laughs> ultimate get pumped up song. Anytime I need so that's energy. That's your Rocky song. Yes, that is my Rocky <laughs> song. It's so cheesy, but I love it. <laughs> The score. That, that is, <laughs> the score was good. What did you think about that? That was good. That yeah. was good. The the score was good. Um, yeah, I, I liked. There's, I mean, for back then, it was yeah, it was really good. When I say back then, I just know they can do more now. Yeah, so. for sure. I mean, it's hard when you know you can do a lot more stuff, and then you know. But I actually kind of appreciate '80s movies a little bit more because they had to work so much harder. I mean, yeah, you didn't have CGI like. Um, well, I was, I was gonna say, look at Star Wars. That was all robotics. Right. Yeah, I was watching this documentary on Shutter about the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, okay. and it just it you know they like Nightmare on Elm Street three. They went into real detail about how just hard it was to build all this stuff and then for the actors to do the stunts and like people got hurt and things like that because they didn't have you know a computer right they just bring this monster in and 
try to kill them. They had to actually do it and build it. Like, yeah, I, I appreciate that. It's they. I, I feel like they do a lot more. Yeah, that's for sure. And the actors have to act. Sometimes they have to act even more. Yeah, and you know, like, like say, like they did a movie with twins. You know, and even up until like the beginning of Friends, I remember they had to do this with Lisa Kudrow when the twins would be talking to each other. You would basically have to film one side by yourself talking to nobody and then go back and do the other side talking and then they would put it yep. together. And it's like, you know, that's. I always but think you're that's shooting good the back acting. of their head. Yeah. Do it. I always think that's good acting. Anytime you have to talk to somebody who's not there. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, that's kind of weird. Because I know. Um... Heck, even with um, CGI stuff, with it being live action and CGI, I mean, first movie that came to my mind was Ted. I mean, there's... Oh, yeah. There's, like, there's a teddy bear there, but... It's Mark not really Robert talking to, to you. Talk to this. <laughs> However, Seth... Um, oh, I can't think of his last name. Um, Rogan? Green? Myers? That's all I got. McFarlane? Yeah, McFarlane, that's who it is. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> would be just like by the camera. So I mean you still have the the um dialogue. Yeah. But you still got to look at this fake teddy bear. And that's hard cuz it's hard I think it's hard to get to comedic timing when you're not like actually interacting with a person. It's like, "Oh, you can see Seth over here, but it's not really the same when you're looking at this little teddy bear like to get that timing right." So, there you go. That and the <laughs> the eye like connection. Right. Seems well, like it'd be kind hilarious. of difficult. <laughs> just, I mean, and anything CGI. I mean, we're watching Harry Potter just with the eye connection of like Dobby. Just, mm-hmm. you know, you're they're on, but not really. <laughs> and I know that's. I feel like that probably was a harder aspect back then in the '80s because, well, I don't know because mostly in the '80s you didn't have CGI. You had like a mechanical something. Yeah. Yeah, I so mean, everything was mechanical. more on set. Yeah. But. Yeah. That, I don't know. I know we're getting off subject. Yeah, that's Christ. okay. That's okay. <laughs> um, so, kind of going back to Johnny for a second, I do like that at the at the end of the tournament, you kind of finally see that he's starting to develop a conscience. Like, you know, when the yeah. sensei tells Bobby to take Daniel out, you know, I think the way that they look at him, like, they don't think he's really going to do it. But then it's like Bobby knows he's going to get his ass kicked if he doesn't do it. And then, you know, he's immediately, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. Like, that part just made me, you know. And I, I sw- feel like it could have been a little more sentimental, like, heck, like a handshake or, like, congrats or something rather than just handing him the trophy and, like, leaving. Like, yeah, I kind of wanted, wanted to see, you know, like a handshake or something. I know he wasn't at that point yet, but just something more. Yeah. I would have liked something more. Well, he said, you know, you're all right. And congratulations. He did say congratulations. But oh, did he? Congratulations? Yeah, he, he did. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then it, it might have been kind of hard because they were all picking him up and stuff. I mean, I thought it was a nice gesture. I mean, yeah, I could see where like a, a handshake or something would have been better. But I, to me, like at that part, Johnny, you could see it on his face. Like I thought that part was good acting where he was like, okay, because he's kind of upset, he's kind of crying a little bit, but he's also like, okay, I got beat fair and square, whatever. Mm-hmm. But when you watch Cobra Kai, the whole thing, and and I, I sometimes wonder if they took this from the whole How I Met Your Mother thing, because Barney really <laughs> goes on and on forever about how the crane kick was an illegal kick. 
so then they take that into Cobra Kai, where he's like, well, you beat me with an illegal kick, and it's just like this whole big deal. <laughs> okay. But I don't think that it was. I mean, I, I don't know. Now, going a little bit, rewinding a little bit before the tournament, the stealing of the black belt was bad. Like, yeah. it's just disrespectful. Like, come on. Well, is like, it really? Don't even I, guess, bring I don't know. It up that he needs a black belt to enter the tournament. Just <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't know enough about karate to know what you know. Whatever. He's like, he's like, why does it matter? <laughs> like, oh, thanks. And I love when they go in, and Daniel's just like, well, what are the rules here? I don't know. First time you, first time me. It's what I thought you fought before. <laughs> yeah, that's for points for life. <laughs> <laughs> and then Allie's going, okay, this is what you have to do. Like, okay, she's been through this over and over with Johnny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, see, I thought her and Johnny looked like a matchable couple. And, like, they looked good together. I just, I feel like, I guess, Ralph Macchio was just so tiny that he just didn't even look in the same league as them, even though he was older. Yeah. But, and uh, he, that, um, what I have, I have... The arcade scene, <laughs> like, the way he's talking to her just irritated me, too. Like, he was just a dick to her in the arcade right yeah. there at the end. I mean, if you talk to somebody like that nowadays, that's it. You just get yeah. walked out on. <laughs> but, and I have a hard time understanding why he was so mad at her. Like, why he wouldn't give her the benefit of the doubt. Like, you yeah. know, like when he's talking to the friend and I do love this part where she's like, Oh, you didn't stick around for the big conclusion. And he's like, what was that? His hand on her ass? <laughs> like, no dude. She's like, she hit him. And you know, he says, why didn't she say anything? And she's like, she shouldn't have to. And I'm like, she's yeah. right. He should have given her the benefit of the doubt. Like I didn't understand why she was mad at him though. Like prior to him coming into the arcade and being a dick, that whole part just felt confusing to me because He's there. He sees her kissing him. The whole spaghetti thing happens. She knows that he's there. And then what, they just stop talking to each other and they're both mad at each other? Like, I, that part was really hard for me to understand. The the conflict didn't, there wasn't like a rise of conflict very well. It just seemed yeah. like it, like it just happened. Like you go from just straight to being pissed off. Yeah. Because I could not figure out why she was mad at him. That part really bugs me. I mean, he was being kind of a jerk, and I don't think he should have been mad at her either, but yeah. if, any, if anybody has the right to be mad a little bit, it's him, because he saw her kissing another guy. Now, granted, he should have talked to her, but what did he do wrong? He got dumped with spaghetti and then ran out the door, and then all of a sudden she hates him? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like it's something got cut out. That's kind of what I feel like. But, Could have. And, you know, the thing is, he was he was a dick to her for sure. But like that part, or at least the part where he's talking to her friend, I, it was like, okay, we finally see Daniel with some fire. Like, can Daniel take this fire and go, you know, use that against Cobra Kai, use it where he should instead of being all afraid of Johnny? Like, Yeah, and I get that, but I don't think he had to be so arrogant. Oh, no, he didn't. Like, literally an asshole. Yeah. And then, of I course, just... he's making everything about money because he's poor and she's rich. Yeah. So... Because I feel like she didn't ever make it about money. I mean, you could tell her parents were kind of dicks about it, but I don't think she was ever like, you know, oh, I have more money than you. Naughty with Um, it. Yeah. I mean, the scene at the first, on their first date, that arcade scene, 
that was embarrassing. I will say when her friend comes up in the Corvette and you know, that was all nice. And then the mom pulls up in her station wagon and she's all, hi kids. Like that is so humiliating. Like I felt really bad for him. (laughs) I felt bad for both of them. And you know, maybe he took her reaction from that as that she was embarrassed to be with him. I don't think she was embarrassed to be with him. It was just an embarrassing situation. I mean, yeah. Who wants their mom to show up like that? Stupid Johnny. It's okay. He can come if it's okay with his mommy. Asshole. (laughs) (laughs) I really hate that guy. (laughs) I do like him in Cobra Kai, though. Well, okay. So Karate Kid is one of my favorite movies of all time. Nothing's ever going to change that. I'm an 80s baby through and through. (laughs) And it's just, I I don't know. It warms my heart. Obviously, in today's standards, it's not that great of a movie. I think it, it holds up, but, you know. It's I a good see. movie. It's not one of my favorites. Right. Not, like, one of my top. Not one of yeah. my favorites. Not one of my top. But Yeah. And I totally good, get that. Yeah. It's not a bad movie because I know you got to come from back then and see where they're going. And a lot of the stuff that I nitpick about is just stuff that I see in today's movies. Right. So, like, you have to look at it through a different lens. You have to look at it through a different lens to kind of, you know. Because the last note I had was I felt like the fight scenes were a little scripted. But that's just going on from today's movies, so. Well, but, too, karate is a little bit more, like, like, when you watch the new one, the whole Kung Fu, and even any kind of, like, martial arts movies, people fight in these movies like there aren't rules. So I kind of appreciate Karate Kid for being like, yeah, great, it's the 80s, and yeah, the fight scenes might have been a little lame, but there's also rules. These are high school kids, and they're not there to kill each other. They're there to score points, whereas, you know, even in the new one, it's just like it seemed like the uh, the fighting, I, we can talk about the new one because I, I liked it. I have some notes on that, but yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, I did hey, really oh, – No, I was going to say, I guess I can – look at the first one, the original, as more of a, um, oh, like a high school or college wrestling competition. Yeah. Rather than just like Jackie Chan versus Jet Li or something. Right. You know? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> so I, yeah. I, <laughs> I get that. And that's Jackie Chan versus Jet Li. In the Forbidden Kingdom was a yeah. whole different thing. That's but, a whole different level, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but um, no, I, I mean, I respect that. And looking back, I can see where it's just more supposed to be like a kid-friendly. I mean, not really like a teenage high school well, yeah. after school program, right? Yeah, and so I get you know, that. from what I read, like you know, kids enrolling in karate and martial arts just surged after that movie, which I think is awesome. You know, oh, yeah. don't know how many stuck with it, but you know, if it, I feel like if it gives the little guy any kind of confidence, like you can do anything, especially, you know, the whole message about balance seemed kind of cheesy, but he's right about it. I mean, you have to have balance within yourself before you can balance anything else. And, you yeah. know, that, that part where he gets hurt and he's asking Miyagi to fix him and he's just like, oh, you know, his mom, forget about it. Uh, no, go away. <laughs> and yeah. then, you know, Miyagi's like, you don't need to fight anymore. You proved your point. He's like, no, I haven't proved a point. They're always going to know that they beat me and I'm never going to be able to like hold my head up high. 
You See, know? he's trying to prove to himself. I like that. Yeah. I like he's, that. He wants to see it through for himself. And mm-hmm. so I like that. And I do like the fight sequence only because I love to see his confidence go up and his facial expressions. Like, especially when he beats Dutch, he gets this smirk and I just love it. I'm like, take that, <laughs> you dyed blonde haired piece of shit. I really hate that guy. He's the worst. <laughs> no, I was going to say, um, Karate Kid's not the only influence that it had on at least America's culture at that time. I mean, it seemed like more 80s movies had impact on America than today's movies. Because yeah. I know Top Gun had an impact on the military. Mm-hmm. A lot more people went in, what was it, the Navy, I think, went percentage up. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I a lot that. more people wanted to go into recruit for that. And it's like, and then you said that a lot of people wanted to go into karate class more because of that, which I get that. But it's just, yeah. I don't know. Nate, today's movies don't have that, like, oh, I want to go out and do that. Yeah. Well, but it's probably the, also generation, too. Well, and yeah, and just we have everything at our fingertips. So there's no even desire. To, it's like, oh, why should I go take karate when I can just watch these guys on YouTube kick each other's asses? Like, that's just the same thing, right? <laughs> like, yeah. And I, I think the 80s kind of overall, I think those movies are so groundbreaking, most of them because they especially like the teenager movies, like the John Hughes movies and all that stuff. Because before that, you know, like the seventies, you had people like free love and people kind of coming out of their shells. But and up until then, teenagers weren't, they were seen and not heard. They were not, unless they were troublemakers, you didn't know anything about their lives. They, you know, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, we do whatever. And then you get movies like the breakfast club where it's like, okay, you see them and they all have, these lives and these stories and they're ready to like act out against the things that have been holding them down. And before mm-hmm. you didn't really see that, I get very political about this stuff sometimes, like not political, but like I like to analyze it where, you know, maybe it means more to me than it really means, but that's just like what I think of. I get yeah. that. You take it to heart. Cause like now, I mean, even like what, 10, 15, well, maybe like 20 years ago now, I mean, I remember when American pie came out and it was like, and even before that, so something about Mary, but that wasn't a teen movie. But American Pie was like, okay, now we got kids having sex on screen and having sex with pies and cussing and drinking and doing drugs. And it's just like, yeah, okay, it's cool, but it's not the groundbreaking thing that like Breakfast Club or Pretty in Pink or Less Than Zero was, you know? Yeah, and there's not many movies like that anymore. I mean, a yeah. lot of movies have... I get language. I mean, movies back then had language, too. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, look at The Godfather. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. But um, the sex has gone up a lot. Oh, yeah. I yeah, mean, for sure. even just sensual talking has gone up a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I American Pie came out, like, my first year of college, I think. So what I a thought... Good college. <laughs> yes. I saw it in the theater, and I, you know... I just remember, I mean, at 19, I, I mean, I had had sex. I knew most of the stuff, but <laughs> I still didn't really know, like, everything, you know? And to see these high school kids talking about this stuff and then walk in and the kid's got his dick in a pie and then the, yeah. girl, the, the flute part, like, I will say being in the theater for that part was probably one of the most amazing moments ever. <laughs> nobody saw that coming. It was hilarious. but. 
I'm like, wow, you know, I mean, I'm not like dumping on American Pie at all. It's one of my favorite movies. I think it's amazing. And it was also groundbreaking, but it's just not the same as like, you know, it's not the, it's not the same kind of coming of age story that like Karate Kid and all those other eighties movies are. Cause yeah. by now we're used to seeing that just overdone or not, not overdone, but embellished, you know, yeah. everyone's trying to one up the other. So. I mean, even, even, um, Star Wars kind of had that whole 80s love. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, brother, brothers in love with sisters. <laughs> but it's still, and that was a good twist. That was yeah. a good twist. Yeah, but, um, it was. Even like, that was like the coming of age story too, though. Mm-hmm. Especially when you when you get Leia out of that whole frock thing and then she's in front of Jabba and that whole bikini with the hair down. And you're like, oh, yeah. Leia's a sexy woman now. What happened to yeah. her? <laughs> I don't know. I can't ever think about Jabba without ever thinking of Spaceballs. Every time I hear Jabba the Hutt, I think Pizza the Hutt. <laughs> Tell me you've seen Spaceballs. Yeah, it's been a while, though. I mean, I miss Rick Another Moranis 80s on movie. <laughs> camera. I mean, I know he's coming back for a um, another um, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I heard that, too. But it's with, it's with his son, though, as, and Josh Gad, I think, is his son. Oh. <laughs> Do you want to talk about the new one a little bit, or not, or new remake, whatever? Um, I don't really no. have. Oh, oh, I know me too. I don't really have a lot. I mean, like, like I said, I really liked it. Like, especially if I thought of it as just its own movie, not anything to do with Karate Kid. I thought it was really good. The main, the only big complaint I have about it is that I felt those kids were too young. I don't want to see twelve to thirteen year old kids beating the shit out of each other. Like, I just felt like the fighting was so, it was so much more. I mean, I was kind of like, when I was watching, I'm like, oh my God, is Jaden going to die? Like, this kid's going to kill him. Like, I wish they had been high school age. That's really the only complaint I I have. Okay. I can understand that. And, but that, I I think that's maybe just my mom self-talking, but, you know, I don't know what it's like in China, but I just feel like. I mean, middle school age kids fighting like that was just, it was really hard for me to digest, but. I did like the whole car thing with it. Uh, Him making the, or building the car every year. Oh, oh my God. That ripped my heart right out of my chest and I wanted to throw something at the wall. That's what I say, that, you know, obviously they were doing the same thing with like Miyagi, lost his wife and son. So it's kind of like that part of it, but I will say that part it just destroyed me. I was like, Oh my God, he's rebuilding the car every year just so he could tear it up on that day. Like that was good. Yeah. That was gut wrenching. And, and like I said, Jackie Chan crying, he did a good job. Okay. I wrote a note that doesn't make sense about did, did Jackie Chan slap a kid across the face? Did he, did he slap Jaden or did he slap another kid? I wrote a note about, but it says something about a photo. You know, it says he slapped a kid. He might be more evil than Crease. That's what I wrote. Now I don't know what it means. <laughs> no, he didn't. But um, the other sensei did. That's yeah. right. Okay, there yeah. you go. I forget. Oh, because he wanted during one of the fights when um, Jackie Chan and Jaden were going up, he wanted that kid to show no mercy, and he hesitated. Yeah, yeah he and sla- then he slapped oh, him. That was just uncool. Apparently, those two, that sensei and Jackie, 
Is that the first time that they've um, been on screen together? Apparently, Shanghai Noon mm. was. I like that movie. Yeah, I didn't have much that we haven't said already. I mean... The aesthetics were beautiful. The scenery, the... The direction is yeah. better. Yeah, it was gorgeous. And oh my gosh, so I've never watched anything with Jaden Smith, but he has like the same manner as really? his dad. Yeah, not You've really. never seen um, Pursuit of Happiness? Oh yeah, I did see, yeah. Don't remind <laughs> me of the really young. Yeah. Don't remind me of the time I watched that movie. Literally, Jeez. it was... It was called The Pursuit of Happiness, and you didn't get happiness until the last, like, four and a half minutes. I want to I know. kill somebody. I know. <laughs> so it's like, just when you think you can't suck anymore, then it does. Okay, yes, I've seen that. But no, I just thought like so a... many of his mannerisms. Of oh, Wills. yeah. Yeah, it was like, oh. He would do something or say something. I'd be like, oh, my gosh, that's exactly how Will Smith would say that. <laughs> See, and I picked that up um, when we watched Tenet. That's the first time that I've seen him. Um, can't think of his first name, but Washington. I was like, yeah. and I didn't even know. I was like, that's Denzel's kid. Yep. That He's is amazing. Denzel's kid. Yep. <laughs> I could clearly just hear that. Yeah, he does have a lot of the same, like, in the voice and stuff. He's been in a few movies. He's a really good actor. I like him. Yeah, I've seen, I looked at his page afterwards and saw that he's in a few movies. And then Scott Eastwood is pretty close to his dad, too. Yeah. That's true. Um, Tenet was weird for me. I I don't think uh, I would watch I it again. Didn't like it. I Do I don't what? think I don't think I would watch it again. I it was I, just okay. I'd watch it again to try to understand it more. Fine. I would. Yeah, like Inception. Like I'd watch like, that again for the time. Yeah, over. I've, yeah. Well, so George and I saw Inception in the theater when it came out, and oh. <laughs> this is a good story. We went to Olive Garden, and um, we ordered a bottle of the house wine. We'd never done that before. So the waiter's there. is like, oh, we'll have a bottle of the house Cabernet or whatever. And he looked mm-hmm. at us really weird. And then he didn't say anything. And he kind of looked at us, and he left. And I was like, okay, what's that about? He comes back with, like, one of those jugs, like almost a gallon jug full of wine. And we were just like, <laughs> You weren't going to tell us that it was, like, enough wine for, like, four people. But we had paid for it, and we had time. Like, we had, like, two hours, and the movie theater is right next door. So we drank almost the entire thing. And then the waiter comes over and says, oh, well, we could have uh, bottled that up for you, and you could have taken it home. Are you fucking kidding me? So we went into Inception drunk out of our damn minds. <laughs> that was a bad movie to go into it was, drunk. It, Yeah, it was not a good way to watch the movie. We really didn't watch very much of it, honestly. <laughs> I can relate. Yeah. Oh, that's what you saw drunk, too, didn't you? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I yeah. forgot Ashley saw Inception drunk. Amanda, don't do the math on that. <laughs> oh, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, that is not the movie to watch drunk. I was, we had to watch it. We were like, you yeah, know, again. But, yeah, no, I I liked Inception. I could follow that a lot easier than I could Tenet. Yeah, Tenet was really hard to follow. I feel like it could have been a much better movie. Like, it had the stuff and it had the actors, and I was just waiting for it to be something better or something different, and then it was just like, this is stupid. Like, I will say the only thing I did, I saw coming that I thought as soon as it happened and then they revealed it later was that part where they're fighting in the, in the 
place and I was like, I think they're fighting themselves. And then later you see at the end that they're fighting their future selves or their past selves. I was like, yep. Because yeah. the guys were all cloaked up. I was like, they're fighting themselves or each other. I knew it. I was like, I felt proud of myself. <laughs> I figured out one thing. <laughs> one whole thing. Um, yeah. I can see Robert Pattinson be Batman from that movie, though. And that's what I told George. I was like, look at them trying to give him some street cred before Batman comes out. Because <laughs> a lot of people have um, Edward in their mind. Exactly. I mean, he's done so a lot of stuff from then, but still, People that's his iconic yeah. role. Well, did you watch the preview that they did of it? Because I thought that he was, I mean, it wasn't a lot, but I thought he looked like oh, he yeah. would be good, you I, know? I, just, I feel like he's, he's typecast. He's though. like the youngest Bruce Wayne that we're going to yeah. have, though. Yeah. Now, I am excited for this, um, the Flash movie, because they're bringing back Ben Affleck and Michael Keaton. To do Batman. And I feel like that's got to involve some sort of time travel. Obviously. Well, yeah. Ben Affleck has aged a lot over the past few years, I think just from his divorce and all. But I actually thought he was a good Batman. But I'm partial to Ben Affleck, so I might not be the right person to ask. (laughs) (laughs) No, I like Ben Affleck, too. I I love the accountant. And I could see him. Yeah. Was that before? I think that was before he did Batman. I think it was before Batman, yeah. Yeah, and, I was going to say, I thought I could see him before. Yeah, and the town, oh my god. The, the town, town was good. In my Argo. top ten favorite, yeah, and Argo. And honestly, like, I won't even, like, throw shade at his old stuff. Like, Armageddon, and even, like, Bounce, and Forces of Nature. Like, those two movies are just so cheesy and terrible that he just... He he's so versatile. Like he can play this like romantic, and he can play this like evil guy, and he can play this like you know roughneck. Like he's just I don't know. I think he's a really really good actor. Can't play Daredevil. <laughs> Daredevil was a little cringy, not as cringy <laughs> as um. I, what's that stupid movie he did with J Lo? I don't even remember what it's called. Ben Affleck and J Lo. Geely, Geely. It was the movie that came out right before they broke up. Geely. Yeah, it was awful. I don't know if I remember that. That must have been back. It, yeah, don't watch it. If you haven't seen it, you don't want to. Okay. <laughs> I mean, he's done some crap for sure, but he's in a really long career, and he's definitely, like, especially from those cheesier movies, kind of, like, proven himself. But mm-hmm. I didn't think he was a terrible Batman. Um, For my money, Val Kilmer is the worst Batman. No, George Clooney. No, but, no they George tie. Clooney for me, and then Val Kilmer. They, I think they tied. It's, they both suck. George Clooney, you can tell, is Bruce Wayne because he doesn't even disguise his voice. <laughs> right. I, yeah. I like Christian Bale. It's just like, he's so, where is she? <laughs> like, okay, we get it. Like, calm down a little bit. <laughs> he's so angry all the time. We're like, okay. <laughs> Dial it down a little. He was good, though. I mean, I'm not He sure. was, but that was also the only realistic world. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Like, there was no fantasy in that world. The Dark Knight is is probably one of my very favorite Batman movies. And obviously because of Heath Ledger and just how amazing he was as a Joker. Like, he just, oh my God. That movie was so dark, though. Like, the first time I saw it, I, 
I had a hard time with it because I didn't ever remember Batman being like that. Like to me, Batman is still uh, comic booky, you know, like Mm -hmm. even though it's gotten, I just like that one was so serious where the other ones really, I mean, Batman begins with serious, but not like it wasn't that dark. Yeah. Dark Knight was like, okay, we're going to punch you in the face with how dark this can get, you know? Yep. I mean, it's the Joker and the Penguin and the Riddler. Like, you know, it's 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 thrilling, but it's also just cheeky. You know, like, okay. Mm-hmm. Dark Knight was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, the Dark Knight was good. But Heath Ledger did great, too. Yeah. I just... He Walking was, fans did good, too, though. See, and I different. haven't watched that yet, but I want to. Oh. Yeah. Well, we could I, discuss that. <laughs> yeah, I need to watch it. Well, I had fun talking to you. You too. I think um, <laughs> I want to. I want to figure out a like a a format or something. Um, like what? But I don't know. I'm still kind of thinking about it. I was kind of thinking like, what if we did like um, like picked it like picked a subject and just each named our top five of it, and then we could compare them and see how close or far off we are. <laughs> I'm cool with that. Because that could be anything. You wouldn't have to like pigeonhole it to one thing. And then other people could suggest it. What's your top five favorite flavors of ice cream? I'm just kidding. That's lame. (laughs) (laughs) Plus, I really only have, like, two, so. (laughs) I could do five. I mean, I could do five, but I wouldn't say I eat all of them, unless it's just, like, I have a special craving. It's always, like, chocolate or strawberry. That's basically it. Or cookies and cream or mint chocolate chip if I'm feeling daring. But, like, I won't go buy a whole gallon of mint chocolate chips. I won't eat it all. So. Oh. I just want to be, I have to be in the mood for it. I don't know. That was random, but. That's right. right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, in case you wanted to know that. I'm going to go to bed now. I know you get to stay up all night. I got to work tomorrow. Ah!